Hey everybody, welcome to the Disablest Report, official podcast of the Disablest Network. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about us and our organization, please visit our website at disablest.org. If you would like to help out the show monetarily, you can become a patron and support us for as little as a dollar a month daily to get access to behind-the-scenes content and a few other things that you'll just have to pop on over there to see. If you want to help out but don't want to become a patron, you can also donate to us by going to our website and clicking on the donate button. As always, joined by my friend, co-host Lou Rodriguez. Lou, how are you doing on this fine day? I'm feeling funky, like the Oscar <laughs> to your Felix. <laughs> That's it. That that was a new one. Good. Um, so what's what's going on today, Kyle? Like I had to throw <laughs> my bit in there. Yeah. What's going on in disability news, or is there anything interesting we should learn about today? That there should be like a breaking news thing. So uh, before the show started, uh, joined by our friend Allison Hayes, as uh, if you're watching the video version, you can see, and she uh told me that september is pain awareness month which i did not know also because we stay in the lgbtq plus community uh it's bisexuality awareness month she said that it used to be a day i am very happy to hear that you guys have a month now that's much better um i, I think i think us hispanics only get half a month i think we only get a half a month yeah well it's like you like, know the, we're we're brown. We're we're between we're between black and white. Gets so half a month. Uh, bisexuality gets a whole month now. Well, but they only got a day before. <laughs> we only got a day before, and also even the bisexuals generally don't know that we have a bisexuality month. So you know, we get lost. <laughs> That's we're we're used to falling through the cracks on this show. So so we completely oh, we completely understand. But uh, pain awareness month. Um, really really pertinent to me to myself to allison as well um and a lot of the friends and stuff that we've had co-host on the show um michaela and dawson are both spoonies both have chronic pain uh, so that is something that is near and dear to all of our hearts so uh if you want to learn more about wait, that wait, wait can you stop for a second what? old man me went what the hell is spoonies all right so i'm an idiot allison explain what a spoonie is please <laughs> <laughs> all right so it comes from this idea of spoon theory, which is basically that the th a lot of things that abled folk don't think about as taking energy can take a lot of energy for a disabled person. Um, the, the spoon itself was just something that, um, I can't remember her name now, but a woman came up with when she was trying to explain her disability to her friend and said, look, you've got 11 spoons for the day. First thing in the morning, you wake up, you're in a lot of pain, lose two spoons. And spoon is basically a unit of energy, and it involves physical energy, emotional energy, any or all of the above, or, or any or all of the above. And it's just an indicator that things like taking a shower, which most able people go, oh, right, no big deal. It's just what you do. For a lot of spoonies, uh, which is people with chronic conditions, Taking a shower may be a three or four spoon activity because it can be really exhausting. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that they have to save energy to do. Uh, you just think about it as something that, um, I mean, I've heard people also compare it to spell slots in D&D, &D, 
but basically it's a unit of energy. All right, wait, wait. Now we're falling down multiple rabbit holes because now you're referencing D&D like everybody that's watching this knows what that is. <laughs> so. Dragons, for people who yeah. are gamers of any sort, it's, you know, your space for units of energy. But that's basically what it is. And so spoonies are people who have to count their spoons because they don't have the energy like, that able well, folks do. Like manna from heaven. <laughs> no, <laughs> throw some biblical yeah. references in yeah. there too. No, you have you have ten <laughs> you have ten spoons for the whole day, and if it takes you uh, two to wake up, then I got you. You know, that's yeah. you only have eight spoons for the rest of your entire day. Um, and when you run out of spoons, all you can do is like lie on the couch. Yeah, the um, like cue have... the uh the atomic bomb. <laughs> like that, like that's that. it that's it you're done, done. um and, and it's stuff like you can't make making meals takes spoons sometimes eating your meal takes spoons and so on it's it's this recognition that a lot of things that abled folks take for granted and don't think about as using energy mm. really does take energy and us disabled folks are very aware of it because we don't have so much energy to spare yeah and so all of this also is related to the topic today. So we've promised in the past that we're going to have Allison back on to talk about disability benefits because she is the disability benefits wizard. Since you mentioned Dungeons and Dragons, I'll just keep on with that theme. I, I, I do want to ask a question, though, Kyle. Go, Another go ahead. question. Didn't you have something that you were going to pop on screen before we got into the serious business? Yes, I was just going to say that right now. So uh, <laughs> uh, we have a meme that will pop on the screen right one, two, three now. <laughs> uh, it says uh, it's a disability meme that says disability up at the top. And at the bottom, it says sure beats work. And it has a guy in a neck brace in a... Uh, was that Frosted Flakes t-shirt or whatever it is? That's he's Tony the Tiger. To Tony, Tony the, the Tiger. Tiger. And he's got uh, stains on it. And so that is what I guess what the typical person thinks of when they think of disabled person. <laughs> like they don't think of any of the three of us. They just think of that like nasty, sl now, slovenly. Now, so, but it's ableist, right? It's, ableist is very, all good out, right? Very ableist. But okay. funny. It's it's funny. I would say that it's funny. So it's funny to people who have that opinion of disability, but it's funny to disabled people because it's ableist. And yeah, it's, it's so like ridiculous. A bad B, it's like enjoying a B movie, right? It's like yeah. it's unintentionally hilarious to you or us or whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it you know, it's it's very pertinent to what we're talking about today because, you know, it. Allison, I'd be interested to to hear what what you think about even the terminology, but e even even the verbiage disability benefits is kind of weird to me, right? Because oh yeah, all of this stuff is stuff that we actually have to like fight tooth and nail mm -hmm. to get to pr like we have talked before on the show about having to prove that you're disabled, all of the paperwork that comes along with that. If you work, you know, having the government oh. pry, and I know this because I, I'm going through it, but pry into your financials and see exactly how many hours you're working, exactly how much you're making, because if you're a cent over, it forfeits all of these quote-unquote rights that you're supposed to have. So, um, you know, the, the definition in the U.S. is like, how disabled you are and how much money you make right um so oh, it's absolutely and in fact it's 
in some ways it's, it's even worse than that. Like just the term disability benefits itself is describing two completely different programs with different um, mechanisms for payment, comp different rules, the whole nine yards. So even calling it one thing, disability benefits, is a bit of a misnomer. What they, the two programs, SSI and SSDI, have in common is they have the same application. And in both cases, you need to convince the government that you are incapable of caring for yourself and completely unable to work. Hmm. Um, with SSI benefits, which is what you're on, you also have to prove that you have no assets uh, or minimal assets. If you're allowed to have up to $2,000 as a single person, or if you are part of a couple uh, married, you and your spouse have to have combined less than $3,000 in assets. Complete, completely reasonable, right? Two, pe two oh, people yeah. can, two people can mean, live off of $3,000. <laughs> it's like, um, would right. you mind explaining to people what SSI and SSDI means in case they don't know? Oh, absolutely. So SSI is Supplemental Security Income. And SSI is actually a, um, a social welfare program that's run by social security disability. So it's most similar to programs like SNAP and um, which is uh, food, we all generally refer to as food stamps, it's supplemental nutrition assistance program and um, LIHEAP, which is low income uh, heat and energy assistance program. Hmm. So it's basically it's got two parts to it. One, the first part is the disability. Are you disabled enough to be eligible for the program? <laughs> that that terminology. I'm sorry. Just are you dis oh, yeah. disabled enough? Let's create a scale. Absolutely, that's what they're doing. That's oh, yeah. exactly what they're doing. Is your disability severe enough that they agree that you can't work? Mm -hmm. And that's the part that the other program SSDI. Uh, Social Security Disability or Social Security Disability Insurance has in common. They're both working on that same scale. Are you disabled enough mm -hmm. to get benefits? See, see, that works into what we were talking about last time, Kyle, with equity and equality. Mm -hmm. Like, what mm -hmm. does that mean? <laughs> you know, oh, so. Oh, yeah. And, and that disabled enough is a really, really high bar. Yeah, I would um, say, too, you know, we mentioned on the show as well. Uh, look. Uh, civil rights in general bleeds into all other aspects of minority people's lives, right? Mm -hmm. This is exactly how, uh, you know, the the legislative verbiage and all of that kind of stuff bleeds into the other stereotypes that people have of disabled people. Like this disabled enough, even though they don't necessarily use that verbiage in the law, they might as well. Um mm -hmm. All of this bleeds over into, for example, somebody parks into a handicapped spot. They walk out and they walk into the store. People are ah, blah, up in arms, running oh, at them, yeah. freaking out. You, you're, you shouldn't be parked in that. Why? Because they don't think that they're disabled enough because they don't yep. have a wheelchair. So yep. all of the, this is why it's so important to talk about all of this stuff together because that that, ha that happens when you and if you and I ride together 
and you pull into a disabled spot and I'm the first one out. Yep. People look oh, yeah. at me like that, like, what the hell is that guy doing? <laughs> what are you doing and then, here? And then I sashay. I walk out like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's so, ableism is so ingrained in society. And there's this really deep-seated belief that the only form of disability is something that you can see. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody blind with a white cane okay they're blind i get it they're disabled actually, they get the disabled parking well <laughs> and the other part of it is actually for some reason that, that was an ableist got, joke for sure <laughs> when disability got started for some reason blind people actually get substantially more money mm-hmm. than all other forms of disabilities mm-hmm. well okay so before anyway. before you go on i could almost imagine it was it, it's kind of like men sitting around discussing women's rights <laughs> yeah like like determining levels of how women should or shouldn't feel safe or determining like well if i was you know so it's like they so i guess it's a bunch of able-bodied people going oh you know what being blind really would suck they deserve I would hate that the most, you know. But it's it's also like it's I feel like it's also a giant circle jerk, right? Like they're over there in their they're over there in their in, in their pentagon circle, whatever you want to call it, just uh touching all over each other, like, yeah, yeah, you know, those blind people, they got it pretty bad, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right, uh Clinton? Oh, yeah, yeah, they got it bad, right, Steve? Oh yeah, they're they're blind. They they're they're the worst. Well, what about these guys in wheelchairs? Well, you know, but let's talk about these blind chair. people first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they will be fine. We don't need to put laws in place for them because people will look at them and just know that they need this stuff, right? Yeah, I think that you're right, Susan. Uh, so it's like, it's this weird, like I said, it's just this weird circle jerk that feels like it's going on. And disabled people want to be part of that too. <laughs> you know, oh, like they want to get in on the circle jerk. Yeah, that that's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. It would be nice if we could help make decisions about people like us instead of those abled people over there making the decisions. Uh that's a big part of all of this. And mm-hmm. that's why there's so much the phrase nothing about us without us, because for so long all of the rules have been made by people who either aren't disabled or who don't identify as disabled because they're hiding their disability in order to fit in with society. That's well, a... also that's made like, so this is going to be theoretical now, theoretical conversation. Dun, but dun, dun. Let's the, put your scholarly cap on. The power hierarchy also creates a scenario just like they have minorities fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. And out groups fighting with each other. Same thing with people with disabilities, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. it makes more sense for for Kyle to have to compete with someone who is blind as opposed to internally having like one, I guess, united front. You have people with, oh, well, I have CP, so I deserve this more. Oh, well, I have spinal cord injury, so therefore I deserve this more than that person. Oh, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the other, and, and like, We've also, as a as a community, been very siloed and medicalized. Disability is a big, like, identifying as a disabled person is a relatively new thing 
in the sense that usually we're identified by the condition we have or the symptoms we have instead of being recognized as a community. Altogether, disabled people is actually the largest minority in this country. In the world, I've heard as yeah, well. Yeah, it's like we're like 26%. I don't remember if that's national or international, but we're about 26% of the population when you include all types of disabilities. So, so I mean, at the end of the day, what you got, like, so I'm reading a book on anthropology, so I apologize in advance. Mm. Um, well, most people don't want to change the structure of society, right? That would be such a great upheaval. So it's like we're just applying Band-Aids over and over. And it's like, so yeah. what Band-Aid would be appropriate where we can still have our power structure, I could still have all these things, but then give the illusion of helping people with disabilities enough that I can sleep better at night. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's what it really Well, it's because like, you're, you know, ultimately you're removed from it, which is why, you know, and not you, but you know what I mean? Um, you know, well, those, those well, people for, are. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. You can include me in that group. I mean, it, like I have a disability, but I don't get any benefits. Yeah, that, so that, is, true. that I, is true. I can almost walk that line where, you know, I could be encouraged to go, well, you know, yeah. like, like. I can argue for the bureaucracy. Yeah. Well, I would say, I would say that you are, um, you know, kind of shoehorned into that, right? Like you, you are Walker. I'm the day Walker. I'm going to throw references out now. (laughs) But but I was going to say like the, 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 the word of the day, uh, kids is infighting. Um, in case you don't know what that is, you know, essentially what we're talking about is you take a group of people and you make them, uncomfortable with who they are uncomfortable with uh recognizing each other as the same group and then it's further subdivision yeah yeah, divide and conquer you everybody's probably heard that phrase before divide and conquer it's it's the same thing um so not to jump down the rabbit hole too much let's get back on track a little bit here uh in terms of disability benefits i think that we should probably address the elephant in the room right and and hearkening back to the whole point of having that meme on here uh people think that we get tons of money from the government and they oh. think that that's what disability benefits is so so do you do, so let's let's unpack this a little bit because in order yeah. to receive benefits we have to essentially get ne- make next to nothing and then on top of that um we're not allowed to make more than anything and the benefits that we get are are tiny if you don't include like the medical expenses and stuff like that Right. So, so like, here's the thing. The, so like I said, SSI, Supplemental Security Income, is a, it is a social welfare program. SSDI, Social Security Disability Insurance, is not. It's considered an entitlements program. It's specifically, basically what it is, is it's getting your retirement benefits early due to your disability. Mm-hmm. So SSDI, which is the program I'm on, is um, they look at your work history and they look at what kind of money you made in the previous 10 years. And they use that to determine the amount of money that you will get. The very highest amount that somebody on SSDI can get is about $3,000. That's if somebody's at the very, very top of all of the earning amounts. 
to like think like the top 1% kind of thing, that's your maximum income. And they have, you know, they have cut, they have cut off points for various things. I don't know all of the rules, but I'm letting you know that's what, that's how it works. So the very most amount you can get is three thousand dollars, but almost nobody gets that. Um, it can go as low as probably five or six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, and you know, I, I want to say too, because we're talking about how all of this impacts every every part of the lives of disabled people. This impacts, you know, what we can do for a living, right? First and foremost. Secondly, now this is a little bit buried and people might not necessarily be as familiar with this, but it incentivizes, for example, us to like not reach for higher degrees and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so there is a very small percentage of disabled people in higher education, but even less in graduate level programs. Um, this is well, also yeah. because going back to like, you know, since we're talking about like justifying disability and all that stuff, we not only have to do that government wise, but when we go and we apply to go to like a school, every single program that we go to the new, like, even if we're at the same school, you have to re up on, I'm actually disabled and this is yeah. why. Um, so these are all things that impact each other and make it a, a really really big pain in the ass where a lot of people rightfully so are just like fuck it i have to do all of this shit all of the time why am i gonna make myself do extra stuff because at the end of the day too like i have a master's degree for instance right but i still can't make what i should be making like other this is the classic argument of working twice as hard to get half as much well, and in, in Kyle's case, some of it is actually very literal. Um, he's on SSI. And so this is what I was saying. The SSDI is like $500 to $3,000. That 500 amount, if you previously worked and got like very minimal jobs and minimal pay, and it just slowly increases. Um, I think the average is about like $1,200. So after all of the work involved, Somebody on SSDI, if they're lucky, is going to get like eleven, twelve hundred dollars a month coming in. And after two and two years after their disability started, they start getting Medicare benefits. Two years, so you have to figure out how Make to survive. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, okay, but there's but there's opposite polarities, right? Like, so the difficulty is. How do you make a program that is actually fair and equitable? But how do you also have that program? Like, so, you know, I think the largesse, the, the population at large, they have a problem with fairness. Like, like this is why they always trot out the welfare queen ideology or the lazy person. Like, I have a family member who I argue vehemently. I'm like, listen, this dude is disabled. Like, but it's a disability where if you don't know him, it just comes across as, oh, he's just lazy. He doesn't want to work. Mm -hmm. And I would ask people, would you want him to work for you? You know, like, yeah. let's say, let's say you're right. Let's say he is inveterately lazy. Would you want, like, so the opposite of that is allowing him to starve, you yeah. know? And, and if it's, if you can't put a face, they're willing to say, okay, but mm -hmm. This is why, like, someone like Kyle ends up having to go through all that bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. 
And this is also why, you know, you mentioned, you know, you have to put a face to that. This is why, like, I do legislative work and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're talking about polarities. This is why I do activist work. But it's also why the stereotype of the poster child exists. So there's all of these things like it, it disability is just a giant. Kyle fuck. used to be a cute poster. <laughs> boy, I will, I will say I've seen pictures of it, of him as a, I should pop, I should pop one on the screen. What like right now? Oh God, no! <laughs> I don't want, I don't want any of this. I'm gonna, uh... I'm gonna hate watching this. <laughs> I'm gonna hate watch this. Is what's gonna happen when, when I go to upload this? I'm gonna hate watch it. <laughs> That's all right. We have crazy edits going on today. We have, you know, pictures flashing up on the screen. Welcome to the future, everybody. More more okay, so work for Lou. So here's the thing. So I was talking about how SSDI has that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, supplemental security income is does not have anywhere near that kind of range. The rules around that are actually controlled by the states. Because they're getting, first of all, they're getting Medicaid care, which is state run health care, and it's pretty subpar, <laughs> uh, to be nice. Uh-huh. And it's the lowest paying, so you get what you pay for. The good news is the people who are on the program, generally everything's free or close to it if it's covered. Uh-huh. Um, but they also, their payments, um, the federal payment amount is $841 a month. Some states will add to that, but we're talking if somebody gets like $1,000, they're pretty lucky. And a lot of, and in some states, they even get less than the national average. Mm-hmm. So the payments themselves are very low. The other part is if you work well on SSI, what they do is after you have over $85, um, technically after you earn over 35 and you're allowed up to 20 bucks of unearned income, but once you're over that magic number, they actually reduce your payments by um, a dollar for every $2 you earn. Yeah. Yay. So, so, you know, to put this in human terms, <coughs> Kyle, uh, how would Kyle live on his own? Like that would be like, like, you know, right now, you don't mind me talking about this, Kyle, right? So he lives well too late now. Lives with his parents, no! his caregivers. Right. What happens to Kyle when his parents pass away? And well, he now he's going to be on his he, own, right? If he inherits so the house and the house is paid off, then he's fucked. No, 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 actually, that's the interesting thing. They do allow you to own a house and a car. See, this is so fucking weird to me. Like Those two things are not considered assets. However, the payments are so low that it's almost impossible for you to buy Mm -hmm. a house Mm -hmm. or a car. Yeah, because you can't keep up with it. Right. Right. So it's, it's a thing of if you had it before you became disabled... Cool. No, I became disabled when I was like one. No. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, Like I said, if you inherit it from your parents and there isn't a mortgage that you would have to put your name on and they won't let you because you don't have enough income, then as long as you can keep up with the house itself, you're you're okay-ish. All right, so so we've gone through a a lot of complaining, right? We're going to have to bring Allison back on 
and then give proposed solutions. That is if she doesn't what hate we, us at this point, though. What, what <laughs> You're making a lot of assumptions. Problems. No, 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 I don't hate you guys. You're good. <laughs> but like, no, like the best solution I actually heard was um, I, I just recently read um, a book. Communism. She's going to yeah. say communism. Socialism. Yeah. Let's just, just say all <laughs> yeah, of the isms communism. that trigger people. That, that would be better. But um, but the the solution that um, Bishens uh, mentioned, he's a lawyer who wrote a book recently that just goes through the whole process of applying for disability and the evaluations involved. And it's pretty evil stuff. And he talks about all of the different ways that they make it even harder and why there's a tendency to refuse people benefits. That's the thing. This program, you first have to prove that you're incapable of caring for yourself. Uh Um, And the only records they look at really and care about are medical records. But if you're unemployed because of your disability, you might not have you know, healthcare. Uh-huh. And so like the process of proving that you're disabled becomes infinitely more difficult once you become disabled. So what, what I'm hearing is I need to just roll into that office having not showered for a couple of days and naked <laughs> and, and be like, how am I going to do this? You, you need me well, to show that I can't take care of myself. Here I am, world. You're well, welcome. Except you wouldn't have a wheelchair to roll in on. Oh, that too. I'll just roll in and then tear all of my skin up. <laughs> uh, but on the good side, need a cart. See, see, you like got it, like it. one of those wooden carts with, <laughs> with, with, with some casters. Yeah, Kyle, though, you've got it. You've got all of your benefits. Uh-huh. So don't you feel lucky and blessed because you know you're gonna you're you're, you're not gonna die because they're giving you money and helping. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, yeah. Feels so. Let me tell you how. uh, Let me tell you how. Word blessed. (laughs) Let me tell you how 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 good I feel now because I'm so relieved. This is what we have to. This is the thing we have to fight so hard to get something so small, and we're expected to be very grateful for it. Yeah, it's and, um and appreciate the beneficence mm. of these abled folks who granted us. That that's public. a new shirt. That's a new shirt, Kyle. Benefic- Thank you for paying your taxes. Oh. It helps me out. <laughs> oh yeah, and well, and unfortunately with SSI, that almost is how it works. Mm. Um, I mean, I think the money does come from Social Security, but Social Security is not doing so well. Right. So. Wow. That's another issue for another day. Yeah, this um, is um this is all very similar to and and I think contextualizes better a point Lou that you and I made in one of our other episodes where we said people are like oh you have your uh you have your benefits what else could you possibly want I, I think that this was a much more um cogent way of explaining all of that and going a lot more into the intricacies involved in in why that's problematic. Um, and, and, you know, like we said, this is just, disability is just an example, right? A lot of these stereotypes, um, also bleed over to people in LGBTQ plus communities when they are looking to access healthcare. Um, people who are black or brown who are looking to access healthcare as well. Um, and so, uh, like I said, disability is just 
an example of all of these things. We're running to the end of our rope in regards to the time that we have for this episode. Um, Allison, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, in case anybody would like to learn more about Allison, um, we have added her a section to our website. Um, but in case people don't want to head over to our website to find you, would you like to tell everybody where they can find your stuff and how to get a hold of you? Absolutely. Uh, it's www.thrivingwelldisabled.com, all one word. Uh, I also actually uh, am excited to share that I'm doing a uh, course, a virtual masterclass for people that's specifically talking about working while on disability. This is for people who um, are already on either SSI or SSDI, and I'm going to go over all of the rules that surround working on disability and help you know what your information resources are, uh, where to look to get more details and help you see like the bigger picture of how that all fits together and what you can do uh, to help manage if or when you lose your benefits. And also uh, a big thing to understand is that your financial benefits and your health insurance, well, they're connected strongly, you actually would lose them at different times. And so you can you can actually decide when you lose your financial benefits, which will then impact, and then your healthcare benefits would actually continue for a while afterwards. So I can help you understand and control all those pieces. Those um, benefits sound super beneficial. It'll be on Tuesday, September 27th. Uh, at noon Eastern time. There you go, everybody. So head on over there to mm -hmm. sign up for that course if it is something that you think will benefit you. Lou, do you have any uh, closing things that you would like to say before we go ahead and slam the door shut on this episode? Nope, I'm good, man. Alrighty, <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and read off the uh, end cap that we have, if you will. <laughs> Leave us a review on YouTube, Spotify, etc. If we get a good one, we'll read it at the end of the episode. Thank you so much to our patrons, whose names will display at the end of the episode. Remember, we're just the tip of the spear. Disability rights are human rights. We'll catch everybody in the next episode. Become a patron if you're interested. Take care, everybody.